on today's episode. The latest Disney news, including, but not limited to, <laughs> cool popcorn buckets, Kingdom Hearts, and Dancing with the Stars? Yep. We've also got brackets five and six for our best Pixar movie bracket. And we're counting down the top five best and worst movies we've watched during the last 25 episodes. All that and more, plus our featured film discussion on Cars 2 on today's Plus or Bust. Welcome to episode 75 of Plus or Bust, a Disney podcast where each week we watch a random movie on Disney Plus and decide whether we would recommend it, a plus, or not a bust. My name is Matt, and joining me today are my co-hosts, my wife, Carissa. Present. My sister, Nikki. <laughs> Hello. And my brother, Brady. <laughs> Hello. How's everybody? How are things? Good. Yeah, very good. Has anybody here joined the Fast and the Furious franchise recently? No. Anybody been signed no. on? I wish. Not yet. Uh, eventually, Not yet. when they get to Fast Twenty Three, they'll be looking for podcasters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and we'll be the first ones they look for. Yeah. <laughs> first time we've ever brought up Fast and the Furious on here. But... Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, uh, we got. Not a lot to get through, but also kind of a lot to get through. Do you have any gripes that you want to gripe about before we get to all the things? I couldn't get Spider-Man Steelbook. I mean, how dare they not produce enough Spider-Man Steelbook? I, I'm sorry. You know, I saw that stupid uh, the Steelbook for the Lego game that you bought. Somebody was selling it on eBay for ninety dollars. Yeah, just the Steelbook, not even the game. Yeah. Just the yeah. Steelbook. Yeah, that steelbook was free. Why is it going for so much? Do they not make very many? I don't know what the deal is. What the fuck? I was almost afraid I wasn't going to get one. For Lego Star Wars, $90. Just the box. Wow, that's absurd. Ridiculous. That's Somebody absurd. would spend $90 on a box. You should probably sell it, right? <laughs> well, I mean, you should. You could get at least $90 for it. I don't know but if anybody so was buying it for $90, but somebody was selling it for $90. Mm. It is cool. Did you get the leg, the Luke with the milk? Yes. Oh, that's also cool. Oh, and then you know I got. I saw oh, Dameron box X lunch. Oh yeah, I remember the X wing. He was talking. Go ahead. Sorry. What did you see when you went to box uh, lunch? Oh. Let him finish. Oh, Brady, go on. No, I was I was done. I was like, wait, what? Oh. Um, there's a little mermaid, pop, with Prince Eric. The statue. Oh, the, the statue. Oh, didn't that yeah. just come out recently? Yeah, it's new. I oh. was shocked. It wasn't already in our house. <laughs> I don't think I have any little mermaid. So, like, you buy all these ridiculous, stupid ones. Like what? Like two Bo Peeps. Okay. For no, literally that's not no fair. reason. That's not fair. But the one that I would actually no. like. Mm -hmm. I don't like where this is going. There was 10000 on the shelf, and I didn't own it. Because it's like $30. Yeah. Uh, uh, I normally when has that stopped you before? I normally buy them on sale. I'm hoping that one goes on clearance. One of the box lunches me and Missy went to somewhere. I don't even remember where we're at now, but they had the that Tinkerbell one. Uh -huh. I think it was the. I think it was in Hollywood. I don't remember. But we went to a box lunch somewhere, and they had a shit ton of that Tinkerbell one on clearance. The box lunch exclusive one that I want is the Rex one, where he's playing the video game. I no, want I want that yes. one too. 
I'm hoping that one goes on sale too. You want the aerial one? I want more than one thing. He's got, he's got the helmet on and he's playing the video game like in the beginning of Toy like, Story that's 2. That's like an actual pop that I would have wanted. And it's not. You just said they have a bunch at the store. Go buy one. I Why didn't you buy it when you were there? Because I don't buy pops. Well, you're saying it's one that I you would have wanted, but you're not going to buy yeah, it? You buy it. I buy it. You buy it. I buy it. You buy it. You buy it. You buy it. I'm not. Okay. Pur- I'm not purchasing that with my money. <laughs> I like it, but I won't buy it. Well, maybe I'll get it you, if uh, you will. They don't have my box on it. My the shit East- that I'm trying to get lunch money with. He'll get it. He'll end up. The it. Easter Bunny can get it for me. For you? Yeah. Oh. Okay. The Easter Bunny always brings me stuff. Yeah, I know. Normally not pops. <laughs> Lollipops, maybe. No, you don't get lollipops. I don't. Well, <laughs> oh, the Easter Bunny can't bring me Starburst. <laughs> That's so sad. I'm gonna cry. I'm boring, boring, I'm boring. Gonna cry. Oh, because you can't eat them because of your tooth? Yeah. What about those, like, puffy ones? Oh, yeah. Those are good. I like those. And the gummies? Yeah. The gummies? Mm-hmm. Not, I like them. They don't make the gummies anymore. They oh, the, the puffy the ones? ones? Instead, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I haven't seen those in a minute either, though, but I've seen commercial oh, forms, no. so they have to be around. Oh, no. I guess you better go searching. Or the Easter Bunny better go searching. <laughs> yeah, you better, I guess. Maybe when you get the paycheck. What is, what is it you're looking for? Starburst what? They're like puff, Starburst puffs. They're like, they're not, they're, they're Starburst. They're like gummies. They're kind of like gummies, but they're not gummies. They're the gummies like, were better than those, but I'll take them. They're like star Starburst, like air puffs or something. They're, they 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 have like a marshmallowy texture almost. Yeah, almost. But they're Starburst. I've I bought them for her months ago. Anyway, I only see regular jumbo minis or jelly beans, regular minis, and swirlers. Definitely no. not fucking jelly beans. Ugh. No. There's Starburst. Starburst why is there why is there a Starburst Twizzler now? It sounds horrendous. Twizzler. Actually, I mean that sounds better than a regular Twizzler. Oh, airs. airs. They're called Starburst <laughs> Airs. I don't even know what I I don't even know what they're called. Airs gummies. So still gummies. Here. Starburst Airs. They're not coming up on the Targets. I got you. I got you. That's what they are. Well, good luck to the Easter Bunny. Everybody wish good luck to the Easter Bunny. <sighs> May the odds be ever in his favor. <laughs> Never seen those. I saw them at Safeway one time, and then I bought them. And that was it. That's the end of that story. All right, you may continue. Oh, Walmart has them. Oh, great. Has them. Oh, the great, my favorite store. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to the Disney news. I'm going to start with the sad one. So that we can oh. be happy later. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, we're Why do you do yeah. this to me? Yep. Actor and comedian Gilbert Gottfried, who Disney fans will best know as the iconic voice of the parrot Iago from 1992's Aladdin and its many spinoffs and sequels, has sadly passed away at the age of 67. According to a post made by his family on the actor's social media accounts, we are heartbroken to announce the passing of our beloved Gilbert Gottfried after a long illness. In addition to being the most iconic voice in comedy, Gilbert was a wonderful husband, brother, friend, and father to his two children. Although today is a sad day for us, please keep laughing as loud as possible in Gilbert's honor. Love, the Gottfried family. 
In addition to to Iago, Gilbert has been featured in a number of different Disney and 20th Century productions over the last 30-plus years, including Family Guy, Bonkers, Muppets Tonight, Adventures in Wonderland, Bear in the Big Blue House, Thumbelina, Dr. Doolittle, Hannah Montana, and much, much, much more. He will be missed. That's so sad. It is sad. They still haven't, they haven't specified what the illness is? Nah. Um, it's said on Wikipedia. I looked it up. Oh, what did it say? Uh, give me a second. Because I had no idea he was sick. I didn't know that. He was doing podcasts up until like a couple months ago. <laughs> like, oh, wow. he's, he was posted on Twitter Godfrey. a few weeks ago. Manhattan, uh, borough of Manhattan from a recurrent ventricular tachycardia that was complicated by type 2 myotonic dystrophy. That sounds very complicated. Yeah. That sounds rare. Yeah. The VT is a fast heart rate arising from the lower chambers of the heart. Mm. So that happened because of his uh, muscular dystrophy, group of genetic disorders caused progressive muscle loss and weakness. So he had really weak muscles. Mm. Muscular dystrophy? Yeah. Myotonic dystrophy. Oh. Is a type of muscular just yeah. Oh, that's that's sad. sad. Uh, it's easy to... I, I said this on Twitter, but it's easy to forget how funny Iago is in Aladdin because the genie steals the show, right? Mm-hmm. Aladdin is the Robin Williams show. But that movie loses something without Gilbert Gottfried mm-hmm. as Iago. There are still quotes from Iago that I still say from time to time. There are lines delivered in that movie. They're just normal, normal lines. That the way he says it makes itself so funny. Like when he's, when he's like stuck. Ah, that hurt. Yeah, I'm stuck. And then he just kicks him. Ah, oh, that hurt. Like that's all he's saying is, oh, I'm hurt. But the way he says it is so funny. Yeah. Or when he first comes up to Jafar after she, after he like tells her about Aladdin being beheaded. And he's like, so how did it go? Like, it's just so funny. Uh, Iago is really funny, and he played Iago in everything. In the show, both the sequels, Kingdom Hearts, like, he was Iago in everything. And then they had the audacity to not have Iago talk at all in the live-action movie, so... Uh, it's very sad. It's very sad. I know he said some controversial things in the past. Uh, he was just the kind of comedian that would say a lot of things. Um, but... Uh, he had a voice like no other, and he will be missed. Uh, Yago's a great character, so it uh, it sucks. It's real bad. Real sad. Came out of nowhere. So. It did. That's what it keeps happening with all these actors. Like Bob Saget. Like when Bob Saget died, I refused to believe that he died because it was like, what do you mean Bob Saget died? Dude's like 65. What do you mean he's dead? There was a lot of suspicious yeah, as, stuff around his death. As soon as Nikki sent that text in the group chat, I told Lance, and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, six, yeah. 67? Like, I mean, that's not young, but it's not old. He should have still had, you know, 10, 15 years left, at least. Yeah. But... Well, it's really surprising, too, about Bruce Willis. <sighs> yeah, well, he's not dead, though. But he's, I know, but... He's not, but he's he, not doing good. He still had a, some issues that nobody knew about, so... Yeah. That's really sad too. But I mean, it happens with after. I think after Chadwick, I can expect anything. I mean, yeah. As Chadwick came way out of left field, I, that was so sad. That was the most tragic and sudden one of the last 
few years for sure. But I sickness wise, that one and obviously Kobe, but Kobe was an accident, right? But sickness wise, it was definitely Chet. Well, because you, I, you could have told me, I would have never believed that that guy was sick. I could not believe it when Nicole sent me the tweet or whatever. I could not believe it. And yeah. I just broke down crying in the yeah, you Walmart called me. You called me. Crying. I did call you. <laughs> it's very sad. Very sad. He had like pancreatic cancer or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think so. He had it during filming the Avengers movies. So like, yeah. Like I said, you would have never known. Yeah. They just yeah they didn't want people to know. Yeah. What a shame. And I assume that was the same thing with Gilbert Gottfried. They didn't want people to know. So nobody knew. <laughs> so. Very sad. He will be missed. Rest in peace, Mr. Gottfried. Hmm. Moving on to happier news. And in fact, the most important news of the week. Is this Muppet related? No, it's, no, it's, it's popcorn Muppet It's related. Main Street <laughs> electrical Parade related. Disneyland has announced with the return of the Main Street electrical parade that they are bringing a light up Elliot the Dragon popcorn bucket and the spinning turtle sipper okay on top of other new merch and a whole lot of food uh it's really strange to me that they're finally rolling out all this main street electrical parade merchandise they're treating it like better than when they were like oh it's going away remember a few years ago when they were like oh it's going away forever we'll never see it again and they came out with like two pieces of merch why is this random reappearance like what if we just made all of the merch and all of the food. It's well, I think it's strange. also because it's the 50th anniversary, too, so... Oh, yeah. But they haven't said that. Like, they haven't... The merch doesn't say 50th yeah. anniversary. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what took them so long. That popcorn bucket rules. That sipper rules. It's so good. They're going to be sold out immediately. As I say, like I said in the group, it's gonna you have a better chance of flying to Florida <laughs> and getting a leftover figment popcorn bucket. I think so. Than getting these popcorn buckets and this popcorn bucket and sipper. It'll it'll be like the figment one though, and like oh, two weeks later they'll just be abundant. Yeah, I, I think, think so. I, I like think they're, they're starting to learn. Enough. I don't know. No, I, like I think, they, think are. they are. I think they know with this. They have to. Maybe I some agree. of the merch will run out, but I think the popcorn bucket and the sipper, I think there will be plenty. Yeah, no, I think they've started they're starting to learn their lesson. I think they will sell out at first, but then I made it I joked on Twitter that there's gonna be more people <laughs> waiting in line for the popcorn bucket than watching the, the show parade. because they'll still be in line for the popcorn bucket That's while true. the parade is going on. That's or they'll do a virtual queue like they did with the figment. No, yeah. here's the thing. I bet they don't. For the first day, I bet they do it the no, same way. I bet they fucked up. To. They're I so think... stupid. Yeah. Did they even say where it's going to be located at? I I don't remember. I don't even remember any of the food. I just know they got a bunch of food coming out. And more, and more merch, like shirts and stuff. It's mostly snacks that they actually did have when it came back the last time I saw somebody say. Oh. Hmm. Well, more snacks. I, I want these damn this damn popcorn bucket. If anybody finds it, uh, big plus to you. The Main Street Electrical Parade is so popular that like I don't understand why there isn't more merch of it. Why weren't there like little vehicles you could buy of all the parade floats? Do you know how many of those they would sold? All of them. So many. None of them because I would burn them. No, they would, so, a they would. Oh, you're gonna get banned from Disneyland for over the Main Street Electrical Parade. If it gets rid of stuff of Main Street Electrical <laughs> Parade. <laughs> have been worth it such a hater she, i don't for real hater of anything good 
for real. I'm glad that I'm already yet you're willing to pay having to try and watch it if they want to watch it. I really don't want to watch it. I could skip it, but it's got a new float. So Tiana, so, and Tiana, Tiana and so, Mirabelle are on it. I you do want to watch okay. it. Alexander has never seen a parade, so well. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're gonna have to wait like five hours <laughs> in a spot. What about Second of all, here's the thing. The Tiana thing was broken after Enchantment literally opened with Tiana, and it was... I still hate that show. So, what? I mean, she lights up and she spins. Big, big fucking whoop. I... Would you sit five hours to wait for that parade? I would like to see the Yes. Baby. Not you. I'm talking about like him. See, I would like to see specifically. the Specifically. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't think you might not have to. I don't know. I, 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 I... My point is the popcorn bucket is great. That's my ultimate point. I'm glad. I Obviously, Elliot is the main choice. Obviously, that's like the big iconic thing. But I'm glad that they did the turtle because that's my favorite part of the parade. I'm surprised the it's the turtle and not the snail. No, nah, turtle's better than the snail. I wish it was the turtle with the hat. Or is it the snail with the hat? No, there's a turtle with a hat. Don't know, don't care. No, I wish it was or the the lightning bug. I I'm I glad it's it the paint turtle. The night. I'm glad it's the turtle. I like the turtle. I wish it was paint the night. Mm-hmm. I'd wait five hours for paint the night. Oh, but that wouldn't have a new float. So mm. that's okay. Mm. That's okay. Mm. It would have the music. Mm. Can't turn any of the floats from paint the night into a popcorn bucket. Maybe Mac. Yeah, you can. I guess you could turn Mac into a popcorn. Bucket. <laughs> I think you could turn anything. Oh into man! A if they did, if, if they did a Mac popcorn bucket, ugh, I want a Slinky one. But... There's, there's been, has there not been a Slinky? I guess there hasn't been a Slinky popcorn bucket, but there's been so many Toy Story popcorn buckets. I know. I want the Toy Box one. Man, so, they didn't have it. This there's last one time. that just came out in Japan that's really cool. It's like four film canisters on top of each other, and on each all around the film canisters, there's one for each movie, and then Buzz and Woody are like sitting on top of it. It's really cool. Yeah, the mm-hmm. thing with the Japanese po- popcorn bucket is, um, they give you like a ticket for it, and you can go and buy it at the store. Oh, hmm, interesting. <laughs> Good to know. Only Probably thing, smarter to do the it only that thing way. That I will say is that now with everything coming back, nighttime spectaculars, character meet and greets returning to normal and stuff, I hope that this just kind of spreads everybody out out at the park. Like I hope everybody's like you know everybody's going in a million different directions, so it doesn't feel so crazy. That's that's I hope that's what happens. We'll see. Or they'll all just be in one spot. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Waiting for the parade and the fireworks. You know, we're going on a Thursday and a Friday. You could technically go. Mm. I could fly you back. No. That's a lot of work. A lot of work? Yeah. But you could see the Main Street Electrical Parade. I could. Or I could wait in line for a popcorn bucket. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> wait in line to get stuff. Or the wishables. Oh, you do have to get me wishables if they have them. You won't have to wait in line for those. But I suspect those <laughs> will sell out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see no, what's there. Too. When we go. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> well, not, I, that's all I said. I know. All right. We'll move it on to the only other piece of like parks related news that I have. It's not even about, it's about a foreign park. Uh, during the 30 years of Disneyland Paris panel, Imagineer Bjorn Heerwagen uh, spoke very briefly about some new Avengers Campus details as the panel talked about what's next for Walt Disney Studios Park. 
In doing so, Hairwagon confirmed that a next-gen audio animatronic Iron Man would be present in the Iron Man roller coaster attraction. Uh, so this had been rumored, but this is the first time Disney has officially confirmed that there is an Iron Man audio, audio animatronic in the queue for cool. the roller coaster. Cool. It's very exciting considering our Spider-Man ride couldn't get an audio animatronic. I mean, I guess they fling one across the roof, but they do. The the robot that they toss above Spider-Man, the Spider-Man that jumps through the air, is a robot. Oh, you're talking about outside the ride. Yes. Oh, I thought you were talking about in the ride. No, like, the ride. The ride is all screens. I'm saying we what do have a, a robot, but I, like the, I wish I like we had the pre-show a though. Yeah, but it would be cooler if Spider-Man was a robot. I think it's fine. I like robots, and we need more robots. Tough. The Guardians queue Even is much better with Rocket as a robot. for the most premium experience there is in the U.S., you still only get one droid. <laughs> yeah, that they lock away for right. half the show. Uh, in addition to Avengers Campus, uh, Imagineering shared a few more details about some upcoming changes to Disneyland Paris, including a phased refurbishment of the Disney Village, which is basically their Disney Springs, uh, which will see a complete transformation of the area with new dining options and refreshed shopping and entertainment offerings. And they provide an update on the Kingdom of Arendelle frozen-themed land, which is coming to this Disney Studios Park. The Kingdom of Arendelle will be one of three frozen-themed lands currently under construction across the globe, and the only one outside of Asia. It will be similar to the version of uh, at Hong Kong Disneyland, with several of the same shops and restaurants, and a new version of Epcot's Frozen Ever After. Uh, the land will sit beside a uh, 7.4-acre lake, which is also currently under construction. Near the entrance to Arendelle will be a promenade that will act as a transition from the lake to the new land. The promenade will include an Art Nouveau-style restaurant with 250 seats and meet-and-greet areas. The area will likely have an unspecified family attraction. Uh, I believe it is... Uh, yeah, the Diz Insider suspects that it's likely an off-the-shelf flat ride. Uh, the lake is home to a new nighttime spectacular, a first for Disneyland Paris, which currently only has space for a nighttime projections and fireworks show. What show it will be will, is unknown, but it will include four character barges imported from Tokyo Disney Sea's version of Fantasmic, which closed on February 28th, 2020. Mm. So Tokyo Disney Sea isn't going to have Fantasmic? No, they got a new nighttime show in their uh, lake. Oh, 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 oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tokyo Disney Sea updates their shows all the time. Like, they are just nonstop turning over new shows. It's it's because Disney isn't the only ones paying for it. That's mm -hmm. why. That's the reason. Mm -hmm. I'm just telling you now. That's why mm -hmm. Tokyo is constantly getting new things, because Disney doesn't have to fit the bill. Mm -hmm. uh, but now that Avengers Campus in Paris is almost done, it's supposed to open this summer, uh, mm -hmm. they're moving on to Frozen. The other side. They broke ground on Frozen. That's uh, cool. It hasn't started to go vertical yet, but that's what their next step is Frozen, and then after that, they're doing Star Wars. Mm. So... They're opening them in phases, as Disney likes to do these days. <laughs> so I suspect we'll see Star Wars by 2030 in Paris <laughs> at the rate that we go. So hope you're excited. It probably will not be Galaxy's Edge, but it probably will have at least one of the rides from Galaxy's Edge. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Going to have Millennium Falcon. I mean, that was the rumor. That's in the concept art. The Millennium Falcon is in the concept art. Oh. So, if well, nothing else, it'll still be the icon of the land. Frozen, Marvel, and Star Wars in one park. Yeah, one big circle. One park. I'm gonna go from the worst park to the best park. 
Probably. Sure sounds like it. And Toy Story's in that park, too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's crazy. Could skip that part. Huh? <laughs> what? She said, fuck that park, because she doesn't like Toy Story. I'm saying, whether you like Toy Story or not, it's undeniable that if you did, like, yeah. Disney's top ten brands, Toy Story is in the top ten. Yeah. I'm sorry, but it is. Yeah. So, like, for Toy Story to also be in that park. Yeah. And they just built a new, that new Cars thing, also in that park. That's, Cars has got to be in the top ten. I'm just saying, that, like, there's a lot going into that park. All right. Is it Ratatouille in that one, too? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Are they changing the name of it? What? I don't think so. No. The park? From the Studios Park? Uh, they might, yeah. but they haven't announced that but yet. But it kind of makes sense for it to still be Studios, because well, but- literally all different Marvel Studios... Lucasfilm. Disney. <laughs> Disney. Walt Disney Animation Studios. There you go. Walt Disney Animation Studios. Yeah. But it's not really... They it's, it's, change. Not, it's not really studios themed anymore, because now you're not... It's well, not but, like... A, you're not like in the... You're supposed to be in the movie. But it still like, makes sense to have studios. Remember, they were supposed to change studios. the name of Hollywood Studios, and Pixar's they never did. Studios. They sent out that, like... Yeah, they did. That survey asking, which it's of these It's because names do you they like? were all absolutely atrocious. Cinemagic? Or Cinemagin? <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Disney Cinemagin Park? So bad. How did that Sounds they horrible. Names so bad. They were all bad, too. I think they That's made why. Them, I think they made them all bad so that they could keep Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were probably like, they're telling us we need to change the name, but we don't like, we want to keep it. So let's come up with the worst possible names we can think of. I mean, I don't and know what else you would call and that park. And they'll have to let us keep it. I don't know what else you would call that park, but it isn't really Hollywood Studios anymore no, either. it's not. It's Everyone just... just calls it MGM still. <laughs> I feel like you could call that park Studios. Because again, it's just it is a studi- it is Hollywood a lot studios. of studios. It is Hollywood Studios. It's it's just whatever. Who but cares? isn't the other one stu- wait the other one? The is other one is just the- Walt Disney Studios. It's just Walt Disney Studios Park. Yeah, yes. that one should be Walt Disney Studios too. They're it's not, not Hollywood. Studios, they would never do Disney that though studios. because they're not going to want to have it be named the same thing as their worst park. <laughs> or Frozen opens. It's a raging success. It will be. I'm sure Marvel's going to do it a lot of good. But I, I yeah, because it's got like a full land, right? Because it's like ours, but like with an actual e-ticket. Well, it's got the roller coaster and it's going to have Spider-Man. Oh. So, it'll, so two still. But it's, it's basically the same thing. Are they ours not getting was, another one? They're not getting a third uh, ride in that land? I'm sure there's space for it, but they didn't announce anything. Oh. But it's it's going to be like ours. They rethemed an e-ticket. Right. right. And oh. then they built oh, yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, because they're putting... Um, rock and roller coaster. The, yeah, Iron Man is just rock and roller coaster. And we, Tower Terror, became Guardians. Right. So. Guardians, right. Yeah. So, it's basically the same thing. They just eat ticket. They do have a tower, Tower of Terror in there, and there were rumors that they were going to retheme it to Guardians, but I don't think it's close enough to. Oh, they have a Tower of Terror in that park. Yeah, it's the same as California. Oh my god, that is going to be the best park ever. Frozen, Marvel, and Tower of Terror. <laughs> Star Wars. I was about to say it sounds like what our California adventure was, but Frozen's now gone. Thank God. But I, like I said, I don't think they're Tower Terror. I don't think it's close enough to Avengers Campus. So is that like a Hollywood-themed area that that's in? What? The Tower, Tower Terror? Terror? The whole park is Hollywood-themed. Yeah. yeah. So, but what, like, what is it? I think it's Never just... Never mind, I'll Google it. I think it's just in, like, a... Yeah. 
Anyway, we got to talk about Dancing with the Stars. Okay. Mm. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to, but we do. Moving on from uh, Parks News to talk about this weird Dancing with the Stars story. Uh, So the Walt Disney Company is moving the hit competition series Dancing with the Stars from ABC to Disney Plus after nearly 16 years on the long-running cable network. According to Deadline, Dancing with the Stars has received a two-year pickup for seasons 31 and 32 and will debut exclusively on Disney Plus this fall in the U.S. and Canada becoming the first live series to debut on the service. It is also believed to be the first live-searing reality show on U.S., marking another milestone for direct-to-consumer platforms. For over 30 seasons of the program on ABC, including two spinoffs, Dancing with the Stars will move off of ABC this fall in order for the network to showcase several Monday Night Football games, as well as develop and invest in new and future programming, said the network, which has also had success with fall installments of The Bachelorette in the past two seasons. Disney executives certainly hope that Dancing with the Stars' big following will translate into new viewers and ultimately additional subscribers for the platform. Dancing with the Stars has entertained fans for 16 years on ABC, and we are excited to bring the beloved show exclusively to Disney Plus as the platform's first ever live series, said Kareem Daniel, chairman of Disney Media and Entertainment Distribution. The show's broad appeal, as well as the overwhelming popularity of its Disney-themed competition nights, make Disney Plus the perfect home for Dancing with the Stars while continuing to expand our demographic reach. What a strange move. Uh, What a strange move. I think it's a smart move, though. I think it is, too. I think that it... If you're going to try to slowly edge out... Basic cable. Basic cable, live TV, you might as well start moving your most popular shows to your streaming service. And if they're going to do it the same as they were before, like Tuesday nights, tune in to Disney Plus at 8 Mm o'clock. You can watch the show live, and then as soon as it's over, you can watch it again, or it'll be available to stream for the rest of the week. I think that's... I think it's a good move. I think I, I saw a Facebook I think this is just a post test, on this and like I decided to read the comments and first of all, I guess Tyra Banks uh hosts, she's the host she's the host. Yeah, now. she hosts it now. Everybody hates her. Everybody does not like her as the host. That's like the most comment that I saw. So that may kind of intrigued me. So now I want to watch an episode to see how she is. Mm. But um also people were saying that the demographic that watches the show literally everyone was like, My grandma watches this show and she's not gonna be able to work Disney Plus and I'm just like then help her? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like like this is the way of the future. Like it doesn't even surprise me that they decide to do this. Like you said, I think it's smart and it makes a lot of sense. And like honestly Old people are going to need to learn how to... You're going to tell me that there are no grandmas out there that know how to work Netflix? I'm sure there are plenty like, of grandmas on. that know how like, to work Netflix. You can figure it out. And if you don't My grandma it. knows how to use Netflix. <laughs> Nana's addicted to Netflix. If you, yeah, that's how she watches her Outlander. If you don't want to pay for um, the service because to watch it, then... Then don't. Don't. Just pretend it got canceled. It, basically, I mean, that show's been on for like 17 years, and they, it's not even real celebrities anymore. Mm. It was there. <laughs> I don't... I, I think this is just a test. I think if it works, I would expect to see more, maybe The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, like they oh, said. God. Like they suggested. Um, I don't think they'll start doing it with like scripted shows right away, but... I feel like this is too, like, they probably are trying to pull more adult audiences to the platform, even if it is just for once a week, you know, and this is a way to do it. Bachelor, too, that would be a way to pull a completely different demographic to the platform, you know, so. I said in our Instagram message that I think they should do this for The Simpsons. I 
there's probably some existing contract with the Simpsons where they can't, but the Simpsons, when it airs on TV, it gets like, I don't know, like a million views, like every Sunday night. I feel like if they put it on the front page of Disney Plus Sunday night and it's just going, it's just showing, I bet it gets more than a million views just by virtue of being on the front page of Disney Plus. And the Simpsons is still the most popular show on Disney Plus. I I think a lot of that is just because it has the most episodes, and so more people are watching. If you decide to binge watch The Simpsons, you're watching 30 seasons instead of, you know, three. Or you just watch one through five, or one through 11 over and over and over and over again. Right. Either way, it's the most watched show on Disney+, Plus, and I feel like airing the episodes brand new would do a lot for it, so... But we'll I wasn't s- peaking, speaking from personal experience or anything. No, I was no, just no. Saying. No, I know. No, I know. <laughs> no, it's fine. No. It's fine. What episode did you watch last time? Last time? What's the most recent episode you've watched? Oh, when I had it all, I fell asleep. I watched on season three, I think, still. Mm. Let's see. The auto show. Oh, that episode's okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We'll see. I'm curious to see how this goes. I have no interest in watching Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> I don't care. But I only watched a lot of like people do. one or two Disney nights, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I did. The Disney nights is always just an excuse to advertise whatever new Disney. Like, like they did like a Soul dance, like before Soul was even out. Yeah. Anyway, go on. I do like the kids ones, so I would watch if it was. I think they did have a kids ones. A kid one. I don't know. I'm not 80. I watched that one, like beginning to end. I don't know why I like competition shows with kids. I don't either, because that's sad like, when they lose. <laughs> it is sad. I'm more sad when a kid but loses. But I'm like than a way more interested in watching. Like I love watching kids dance. I think it's so cute, and I love watching them bake. I think it's so cute. Well, on kids I don't know why. They're all so nice to each other. Yeah, kids baking championships are, nice are just other. such sweethearts. Too. But if you put on spring baking championship with adults, yeah, well, oh my boring. god, snore! It's I don't. Boring. I'm not even interested. I like watching all of them just to have something on. Like, I might not pay attention to it, but it's like, if I don't have anything else to watch, I'll put it on. Oh, Kids Baking Championship, I pay attention to. <laughs> we used to watch that. It's great. Every week. It's great. All right. The next story I have, I only have two more stories. I wanted to talk about this one because I find it interesting. Okay. Um, it is Disney adjacent. You and you alone. It is Disney adjacent. So you Simon Disney? It's Disney adjacent. It's about the movie Nimona. What? When the Walt Disney Company purchased 20th Century Fox a few years ago, one of the projects that got canceled was the animated film Nimona. 20th Century Fox acquired the rights to turn the popular graphic novel into a film in 2015, with Blue Sky Studios and Annapurna Pictures creating the film and bringing in Patrick Osborne to direct the movie. Chloe Grace Moretz and Riz Ahmed joined the project to provide the main characters' voices. Originally, the film was going to be released in early 2020, but it was delayed multiple times following the purchase by Disney. Then in early 2021, Disney closed down Blue Sky Studios, with Nomona being canceled and moving some of the projects like the upcoming Scrat Tales over to Disney. There were also reports that the project was being sold around to other studios to see if the project could carry on. Before Disney canceled the project, apparently over 75% of the film had already been animated, and it was going to be Blue Sky's first film with LGBT plus representation. During the recent situation with Disney, it was revealed by some former Blue Sky Studios staff that the film received pushback from Disney leadership since the film centered around the film's LGBT themes and featured a same-sex kiss. A few days ago, Netflix and Annapurna Pictures announced that the film will now be released 
2023 on Netflix. Nimona is coming to Netflix. In a future medieval land, shapeshifter Nimona bursts into the lives of the heroic knight and blows up everything they believe in, an epic animated adaptation from the groundbreaking comic by Ginger Hazing. Netflix also released a synopsis for the film. A knight is framed for a crime he didn't commit, and the only person who can help prove his uh, innocence is Nimona, a shape-shifting teen who might also be a monster he's sworn to kill. Set in a techno-medieval world unlike anything animation has tackled before, this is a story about the labels we assign to people and the shapeshifter who refuses to be defined by anyone. Uh, this is certainly good news for the film that will eventually be released, especially for all those who have worked on the project. Um, it is not being picked up by Disney. Disney will not release it. It will not be on Disney+. Plus. Production apparently started early last year on the project, shortly after Disney canceled the project at Blue Sky Studios. It is unclear at this time if the Netflix film will include any of the animation by Blue Sky Studios. I would assume that it will. Uh, though many of the talent working on the Blue Sky Studios version are also working on the Netflix version, including Spies in Disguise director Nick Bruno and Troy Kwan. The animation is being created by the London studio DNEG, which also worked on the animation for Ron's Gone Wrong, which was released by Disney. I only wanted to talk about this <laughs> because I think it was super shitty of Disney to cancel a movie that they inherited that was 75% done. And then cancel it? Why would you cancel that? It sucks that we're hearing reports that they received pushback for the character being gay. Like, that also sucks. And a lot of people are really passionate about this movie. I've heard about this movie for the last couple of years because of people who have worked on it and have talked about it. Drew Taylor and Jim Hill have talked about it and how tragic it was that it got canceled. And I think it's great that it's been picked up and it's being worked on and it will be finished and it will be released into the world. I hope it's fantastic and I hope Disney regrets not releasing it mm -hmm. themselves. I want it to be popular. I want it to be good. I want Disney to regret it. So... That's why I wanted to talk about this, because uh, as of now, Scrat Tales has been released on Disney+. Plus. That is the last thing that Blue Sky Studios has worked on. Blue Sky Studios officially no longer has any movies being released under the Blue Sky's uh, name. That studio has been dissolved. We talked about that in the past. Um, yeah. Scrat Tales apparently ends with Scrat getting the nut. And that was their way of saying this is the end of Blue Sky <laughs> Studios. It starts Good for that ugly little squirrel it thing. It starts the way that it or it ends the way that it started with Scrat getting a nut. I just I know that it's just business sometimes. I understand. But I think it's shitty that you picked up this animation studio. You knew that you had this streaming service that's gonna need content. And you were just like, what if we just canceled this movie and also closed down the entire studio? Mm -hmm. What if we just did that? So I hope this is just a big middle finger to Disney. And I I, so I wish everybody who's worked on the movie the best. And I'm glad that we're it's seeing the light of day. I'm looking forward to it. Or maybe we'll I do it for the podcast. podcast. Yeah, maybe. Fuck Disney. We'll review Nimona <laughs> for the podcast. Net First non-Disney movie. Netflix or dicks. I don't know. What? I don't know. What? Huh? <laughs> That's just not. Netflix or kicks? Like kick it? I don't know. We'll come. We'll workshop it. How will they? We'll workshop. <laughs> or we'll just do plus or best. Yeah, That's all it. right. Fine. I don't want to give this new the branding. All right. Last thing. I mean, Brady will care about this one, but nobody else will. We're talking video games. Play the music, future me. <gasps> yes. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah. I forgot that happened. The next mainline Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts 4, is now in development. 
Square Enix announced Sunday during a 20th anniversary livestream for the franchise. Kingdom Hearts is 20 years old. I'm uh, shriveling away and We're dying. We're old, Matthew? I'm shriveling away and dying as we speak. Uh, a new trailer for Kingdom Hearts 4 confirms the return of Sora, Donald, and Goofy for a brand new adventure and what Square Enix calls a new, an epic new storyline named The Lost Master Arc. Kingdom Hearts 4 first trailer introduces the Quand- Quadratum, which while looking a lot like Tokyo is described by Square Enix as an expensive city set in a gorgeous realistic world unlike anything ever seen before in the Kingdom Hearts series. The trailer also introduces Kingdom Hearts fan to Strelitzia, a new character. I'm pretty sure she's not actually new. I think she's in one of the mobile games, but anyway, we'll get back to that. Square Enix did not announce a release date or platform for Kingdom Hearts 4. During the same livestream, Square Enix also announced a separate game, Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, in development for Android and iOS devices. The mobile game features adventures set in the world of Scala Ad Column from Kingdom Hearts 3 and battles against the Heartless. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link will feature a new original story, Square Enix says, but will almost assertedly tie into the story of Kingdom Hearts 4. Kingdom Hearts Missing Link does not have a release date, but a closed beta test for the game is scheduled for 2022. In Square Enix announcement for Kingdom Hearts 4, series brand manager Ichiro Hazama said, We'd like to thank the fans for all their support over the years, and we can't wait for them to experience all that has come for Sora. We've been honored to work with Tetsuya Nomura and his team for two decades to introduce these original stories of discovery, courage, and friendship, added Nana Gad, director of Walt Disney Games. The glimpse into Sor- This glimpse into Sora's next adventure is just the beginning. We can't wait to show more when the time is right. How excited are you? I'm very excited. I just played King Hearts 3, so pretty good timing on my part, I guess. The reason that they did not give a date is because it's going to take 500 years. Or a console is because it's going to take another 15 years like Kingdom Hearts 3 did, and it will be on the PS8. <laughs> I, sus- so. I do suspect that we will not see this game for, I would say, minimum three or four years. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a longer. Um, the trailer is kind of wild. Uh, I don't necessarily like realistic looking Sora. He kind of gives me the creeps. Um, but the graphics are real pretty. They look real good. And uh, Sora or, and Donald and Goofy, they look like themselves. And apparently they're in the underworld. So good thing Hercules will continue to be in Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing... The only Disney characters in every Kingdom Hearts game who are not Sor- are, who are not Donald, Goofy, and Mickey Mouse are Hercules and Hades, and that amuses me to no end. They must the creator must really like Hercules the best. I think I I think so because they are in literally every game. Yeah, I mean I can see it because Hades is you know the god of the underworld and Tetsuya Nomura is the devil, so. Mm. And um, people claim that in the like opening shots where they just show like a forest, uh, they claim that they that there's an ATST foot in one of the shots, suggesting that one of the worlds will be Endor from Star Wars. I don't believe that, but it looks just hopefully. like it. It looks just like the ATST foot. So I does it because I I missed that part. I I'll I'll find it later and show you. Um, but like the fact that it's in a more realistic setting, uh. I wouldn't be surprised if this is their gateway into introducing both Star Wars and Marvel into Kingdom Hearts, especially since Square already has a relationship with Marvel. They made the Guardians of the Galaxy game. They made that terrible Avengers game. Um, 
I would not be surprised to see at least the first Avengers team and at least one world dedicated to Star Wars, if not more. That's my bold prediction. Bold prediction. Yeah. The thing that sucks, though, is what Star Wars world would it be? Well, apparently it's Endor. Oh, that's right. You did say that. I mean, it looks just like Endor. So, I mean, I guess that's what it I, is. At least it's... At least that's 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 fine. At least they're not giving us like fucking Exegol or whatever that crystal that one the crystal planet is called. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, crate would be cool. Um, I made a lot of funny jokes on Twitter about because it takes place in like the real world or quote unquote the realistic world. All the real characters Sora would meet, like Frank Wolf. From 2020, <laughs> one hit film, The Jungle Cruise. Mulch Jiggums from uh, Artemis Fowl. Uh, I can't wait for Sora to hang out with Lumiere and Cogsworth from the 2017 remake of Beauty and the Beast. Your favorite. Yep. Uh, Flora and Ulysses, more like Sora and Ulysses. You're so You're stupid. Dumb. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait for them to solve the mysteries of the Benedict Society. And then my favorite joke that I wrote. My favorite joke that uh, my fa- I wrote. My favorite joke that I wrote is this is a conversation between Sora and let's say Goofy. Sora saying, "Wait, do you guys really think Kylo Ren would be here on this space hotel?" And Goofy goes, "It's called the Halcyon, Sora. It's a galactic star cruiser." So funny. No. Yes. No. So dumb. No, please. Thank God you do not work for Namora. Somebody suggested that now that they're in the real world, Sora can go to Walt Disney World and Donald and Goofy could be in their mascot outfits. Like, they would fight beside you in their mascot outfits. And I, no joke, have wanted Disneyland to be a world in Kingdom Hearts for years. And if they did it and Donald and Goofy looked like their mascots from the parks, I would lose my goddamn mind. Lose my mind. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts 4, it's very exciting, but I mean, there's no real reason to get excited yet because it's going to take fucking a million years. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3, when they finally announced it with like a real trailer, like two years later, they, sh- they at D23 or whatever, they announced the Big Hero 6 world and all they had to show was a piece of concept art. The game, they had already showed us footage of the game before. And two years later, they're announcing a brand new world. And all they had was concept art. I do not trust this team to take, to not take their sweet time. Why do you, I was going to say, why do you think it takes so long? You just think they just take their time? Like, are they, do they have their hands in other things too? Yes, but I mean, yes, there's that. But also Tetsuya Nomura is just a very particular person. He wants his games to be... He wants them to look the best. Yeah, he wants them to look the best. I just, I wouldn't be surprised if Kingdom Hearts 3 specifically went through multiple different engines so the game looked nicer than what it started at. Um, I think they just go through a lot of ideas. Like, Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in 2005. Kingdom Hearts 3 didn't come out until 2019, right? Like, in all the worlds in Kingdom Hearts three for the most part are movies released after 2010 so like obviously it didn't start development in 2005 and if it did it's not anything like what it was when it started development so i think they just i think they just have a lot of ideas and it just takes a long time for them to get them out um i wouldn't be surprised if there were more spin-off games announced in between the release of now and four so but at least we know it's coming at least we know 
it's coming. I'm excited. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. <sighs> By then I'll have a PlayStation 5 and it'll come out on the PlayStation 6. <laughs> Eight, Brady's head, remember? Oh, right, right, right. You're right. I guess, I mean, you're right, because uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 just completely skipped the PS3. It came out on the 4. It just completely, it went from PS2 to PS4. It skipped 3 entirely. All right, well, that's the end of the news. That's all I got. I'm listening. I'm just deleting emails. Okay. Well, we are going to do our best and worst of the last 25, but we're going to do that like we always do. We're going to do it after. We're going to do the movie first. Mm. So they're not giving any spoilers away in case the movie is on our worst list. Or I mean, best our best list. list. So let's move on to our featured film discussion. What that... about the bracket? Oh, right. Fuck. I forgot about the bracket. <gasps> I mentioned that in the front. Never mind. Forget the movie. Fuck the movie. I do. I do suspect that. <laughs> Fuck the movie. I do suspect. I mean, it's not on our bracket. I... So that tells. What does that tell you? No, that's. I think that's why we got it. I think that it's revenge for not putting it on the bracket. <laughs> It was like, oh, you don't want me to be on the bracket? Well, you're going to have no choice but to talk about me. <laughs> anyway, Because it should have been on the bracket. Yeah, I, nope. No, it's worse than a good dinosaur. It's not. Anyway, yes, it we're moving on to our best Pixar movie bracket. We are still in round one, but we are moving on to brackets five and six. Uh, last week, uh, Toy Story 3 beat up and Finding Dory beat Monsters University. This week, our first bracket, bracket five, is Cars, the original Cars, versus Toy Story, the original Toy Story from 1995. Mm. I don't even have to give my answer because you already know what it is. It's Toy Story. It's one of the best movies ever made. I don't give a fuck. There is no Pixar without Toy Story. It is Toy Story. Sorry, Lightning. I like Cars just fine. Toy Story is my pick. I'm also going with Toy Story. Yeah, I, just, I feel like it's a no-brainer. I mean, I guess there's probably a lot of people who like cars better than I like the first Toy Story, but they're wrong. Brady? <laughs> it's okay. Speak from your heart. I'm going with cars. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I like wow. Toy Story. Wow. I like Toy Story, but Toy Story 1 is by far the worst of four Toy Story movies, no, in my opinion. No, you're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're wrong. You're crazy. I think it's the second best one. Uh, Krissa, Toy Story or Cars? What happens if we have a tie? We'll figure that out. We'll have a poll. I call mom. <laughs> mom, Toy Story or Cars? I'd have to call her on the phone because she's. I was about to say I can ask Missy because I know what she's gonna say. No, don't ring, don't don't sway the vote. <sighs> uh, I'm gonna say cars because I don't want Toy Story. To... I can't fucking. I don't. I want, oh no. I want a divorce. Okay, I'm calling mom. <laughs> I want a divorce. Okay, I'm calling her. That's gonna be like picking between her two children because Toy Story is you and Cars is Brady. Okay, hold on. Can you hear her? Oh. I can hear. Okay, what's going on? Okay, Mom, remember how I told you for our podcast you would have to pick if we got a tie? Yes. Okay, it's Toy Story, the first one, or Cars, the first one. Okay, repeat it one more time because you cut out. So, Toy Story, the original Toy Story from, you know, when Matthew was little, or Cars. Toy Story. 
Yeah, correct. The correct answer. How dare you, the mother? The correct answer. We shouldn't have even had a tie. I cannot believe Cars versus Toy Story was the reason that there was a tie. No, I'm laughing at how Matthew replied. Okay, that's all we needed. Well, what is the next one? Because we might need her again. Oh. No, we won't. <laughs> bye. No? Okay, never mind. Bye. Bye. All right, Toy Story. Uh, because I have, hold on, but because I have headphones and she can't hear. Oh. So she doesn't know what you said. And she's just like, are you laughing at me? Uh-oh. And I'm like, I'm not laughing at you, Mom. I'm laughing at Matthew. So Toy Story moves on as it should. All right. Are you mad? Yeah, a little bit. The next one is much easier. Okay. It is Inside Out versus Brave. Oh, yeah. That's oh, amazing. no. That's depressing. I'm going Inside Out. Yeah, inside it, Out. It's Inside it's Out, a, right? It's inside, it's, out. A, it's inside Out. I love Brave. Though. Inside Out is a top five. That's a top fiver for me. So I, I, I feel bad to... for Brave. I wish it could have gone against something more it's standard i think brave is one of the worst ones though it's so boring it's so it's pretty boring also that movie had a lot of troubles behind the scene and is very clearly two different movies yeah there's just two different tones to that movie it It wasn't gonna make it very far so all right so toy story moves on and inside out moves on that means inside out and toy story are gonna go head to head that's a tough one good i already have my answer yep me too Oh, God, we're going to have to ask Mom again. <laughs> next week, next week, Carissa's favorite Pixar movie, Toy Story 4, is one of the bra- one of the ones in the bracket. Whatever the other <gasps> one is. And unfortunately, <laughs> now, you know what? We'll save it for next week. But uh, Is it Coco? God, I hope it's Coco. Say, no, <laughs> it's not against, Coco is not against Toy Story 4, but Coco is in the bracket. Well, obviously. I, it is in next week's bracket, and it's going up a move against a movie that I think Nikki's going to be sad it's going to lose to. Ratatouille? Oh. It's Coco versus Luca. Oh. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> My little just boat now. <laughs> That's depressing. And it's Toy Story 4 against t- Turning Red. Ooh! <laughs> That's also depressing, but... Oh, no, that's easy for me. Okay. We have to move, anyway. We have to move on to the movie. Before the record, we'll talk about it next week. There is but a god. I, but there I will, is a god. I was hoping. I was like, please put it up and get something good. Give me a good contender. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I like Toy Story 4, but I would still pick Turning Red over Toy I know you would. That's yeah. why I'm laughing at you, because, ha! Because it didn't go up against, like, Brave or, like, The Good Dinosaur yes, or something. exactly. Toy Story 4 loses the first bracket. Good. Good. All right, well, we'll take it. <laughs> even though I'm pretty sure we just decided it this just now. We'll deal with that next week. Let's move on to the movie for real, for real this time. And now, our feature presentation. Uh, we are moving on to our featured film discussion on Cars 2. Hey, I know you. You're that fella from the karate demonstration. I never properly introduced myself. Finn Mac Missile, British Intelligence. Co-Major, Average Intelligence. Who are you with, FBI, CIA? Let's just say I'm AAA affiliated. You know, I know some karate. I don't want to brag or nothing, but... I got me a black fan belt. 
Hey, you want to see some moves I made up? You're being followed. This first one, I can reach into a car's hood, pull out his battery, and show it to him before he stalls. I call it what I accidentally did to my friend Luigi once. There he is. Wow, look, I probably ought to go. I'm about to miss my flight. Don't worry, I've taken care of that. Whoa. Hang on. Spoilers ahead for Cars 2. Let's read the description from Disney+. Plus. Star race car driver... Star race car driver? It doesn't say that. It says star race car. Star race car Lightning McQueen and the incomparable tow truck Mater take their friendship on the road from Radiator Springs, heading overseas to compete in the first ever World Grand Prix to determine the world's fastest car. But the road to the championship is filled with plenty of potholes, detours, and hilarious surprises when Mater gets caught up in an intriguing adventure of his own, International Espionage. Released in 2011, directed by John Lasseter, starring Owen Wilson, Larry the Cable Guy, Michael Caine, Emily Mortimer, John Turturro, Eddie Izzard, and many others. So, Cars 2. It's a interesting sort. It is one of the strangest movies that... It's so wild. I think it's Pixar's weirdest movie. And this is a company that's made a movie about a rat that makes a guy cook by pulling his hair. Uh, but I think... He's a little chef. Yes. <laughs> you figure out what that means. But I think Cars 2 is the weirdest movie. I suspect that Pixar had a scrapped idea for a spy movie that they wanted to make or considered making at one point. And Disney showed up and was like, hey, we need a sequel to Cars because these toys, we've made like $4 billion on these toys alone. We need a new movie to sell toys. We need it by 2011. And Pixar was like, well, why don't we use that spy idea that we had? And we end up with Cars 2, a movie that not even Cars 3 acknowledges exists. Which is so sad because I'm like, Mater got a girlfriend and we don't even talk about it. We don't even talk about Mater. He's barely in Cars 3. And this movie is all about Mater. This is the Mater movie. Lightning McQueen is irrelevant to the plot of this movie for the most part. Lightning McQueen is only in this movie by obligation. And the fact that we have to show racing every once in a while because it is a Cars movie. This is just a wild, bizarre movie. Rewatching it, I was just like, wow. I hate the amount of, like, guns and, like, violence there is in this movie. (laughs) And it's like... Because it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it's so, like, this doesn't seem like a Pixar movie for sure, but it doesn't even seem like a Disney movie either. This seems like a movie some third party... It's like that movie that's about to come out that's called Bad Guys or whatever. That movie looks great, though. That movie does look good. And Chris might be attracted to the Fox guy in it. Attractive. He's I'm oddly attracted to him. We but, watched okay. that trailer. We watched that trailer. And Carissa was like, "Is it weird that I'm attracted to the <laughs> fox?" They, they Play that the fox. I'm gonna go look it up. They give him it's like Sam Rockwell. swag, so oh, it's yeah. like he's like I think he's supposed to be attractive. But anyways, oh, there's definitely people attracted. The, to the point, <laughs> the point is, it's the same people that were attracted to Kovu or um, Sora. <laughs> No, it's Sora as a lion. No, it's people more attracted to Robin Hood. Kovu Kovu is like lion proportion. Like Robin Hood is like a man, but is a fox. Yeah, that's true. There's a difference. Like I'm not shaming any like furries or anything, but there's a difference between (laughs) being attracted to a lion 
and being attracted to a man-sized fox. Yeah. Anyway. That's true. Anyway, we're not here to talk about yeah, furries. We're... we're here to talk about cards. The point is, it doesn't even seem... It seems like some random animation studio made this and i i don't know i just it's so off-putting and it's so frustrating because it's like we just had a movie come out where this girl there was like a euphemism for this girl like getting her period and people were all up in arms and it's like but you're okay with your kid watching this movie where there's like constant like they're shooting at each other serial killer yeah and the cars are getting blown up and dying and like they literally hold one car down and just make him explode like it just it's so i think other than unsettling like i hated it kind of honestly it wasn't i kind of loved it i think i think i mean i i think it's it was i think it was entertaining i don't think that it didn't have an entertainment value but i am one of those people who i think that disney does have a brand that i would like expect where I expect to see, I want them to push the limits, but I also want them to see them do it in, in the right way, just like they did with Turning Red. This was like, it was so much unnecessary violence. Like, what is the point? Like, there's no, like, emotional arc it's in the movie. I mean, they're friends, but, like, it's because that's they're, they're irrelevant. Cars. It's because they're cars I know, and they get but away it's just, with it. I didn't, I didn't like it. I've said that. it before and I'll say it again. I think this movie has the, of any Pixar movie, I think it has the highest body count. Other than the first Incredibles, where a bunch of like syndrome, syndromes goons like get blown up and stuff, but I there's well, there's a ton of superheroes that die too. I mean, you don't see it, but you know that it happens, right? Well, they do show some of them. They show like the oh yeah, they do show them because their capes get stuck yeah, in the in the tornado and stuff. But that's what I'm saying. But The Incredibles is a movie about a bunch of superheroes saving the day and fighting off a villain from taking over the world. This is a movie about cars, <laughs> <laughs> and there is just constant car death in this movie from the opening scene where a car falls in the ocean and we see his pieces float up to the top it's wild it is wild i do think it's entertaining but it's almost entertaining in like the wrong way like it's entertaining to see how like weird and like kind of stupid it gets as it goes and i feel like if you think about this movie for more than two seconds, it kind of, like, destroys, like, the entire logic of, like, the car's world. Because Mm -hmm. the main premise of it is that the villains are all lemons. And, like, lemon is car speak for, like, a shitty, like, a shitty car. Right? Like, a bad car. And, like, the way they solve the mystery is there's, like, pictures of the inside of a car, like, his motor his engine and like he has to order like parts for like the engine and they talk about like makes and models and it's just like well what in the world of cars what does that mean there are makes and models so is somebody making the cars are the cars not organic life do they not reproduce like 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 i think you're like a creature what are they built what does this mean for the cars universe and what is a lit like? What would a limit be in like real life? Like yeah, what is a what is a li- is that like a somebody with a disability? Like what does that mean? Yeah, because that's the case. That's bad too. Why are we? <laughs> well, that's why, terrible. Why are we shaming the lemons for being lemons? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's in turning red. The euphemism is like something like that can happen, and it's like it has like a good lesson at the end. This is just like we don't even know what the euphemism is for, and they die yeah it's just it does it it's just this movie it's weird yeah this movie to me just feels like who greenlit this movie 
John Lester. <laughs> John Lasseter. And Bob Iger. I want to know who was like, who heard the, the story and was like, yeah, that's it. Go with that. Like, what the fuck? I just, I, it feels, this is a movie that feels like, like something that kids would do when they're playing with their cars. Like they're playing sure, with their cars yeah. and they like act it out. Sure. Like that's what it feels like to me. And like in some cases that can be good. And there are entertaining moments in this movie. Like I kind of love Finn McMissile because like it's fucking Michael Caine, Academy Award winning actor Michael Caine. It's like this spy car based on the Aston Martin from the James Bond movies. Like there's something kind of incredible about that. Well, I think that you can be a spy, a spy movie, but not be so violent. Like, I think it would have been cooler if it was more of, like, a detective movie and less, like, a so crazy. Well, why is it about the cars? Why couldn't this have been, like, an Incredibles movie? Right. Because exactly what you said. They wanted to sell more toys. Brady, you're a big Cars fan. What do you think about Cars 2? It's definitely not their best. (laughs) By no means. But, I mean, it's not... It's not completely awful, but I also really like Mater. Right. And I like Mater getting to be in the light. Right. Even if it's not in the light the way he deserves. Yeah. They try to force this, like, thing with Mater where, like, the whole, like, lesson of the movie is that you need to be yourself, right? Because everybody's judging Mater. They think that he's putting on an act to be this, like, stupid American. And, like, no, that's just Mater. And, like, Lightning and Mater get in a fight because Mater's, like being himself and embarrassing lightning and like he shouldn't be embarrassed that's his best friend so they try to like force this whole thing and there's like this big like emotional moment where like mater has his like little dream sequence i guess when he gets like gassed and he's like seeing all the things that like happened throughout the movie that are like you know that made him like sad but it's like i i I have a hard time caring about that this this is a weird movie to try to shove a moral into uh, when the whole rest of the movie has been about spies blowing up other cars. Cars. And other car, yeah. And, like, those final scenes where Mater has the bomb strapped to him, and he's, like, flying down the road, and, like, Lightning McQueen is hanging on him, and he's, like, talking about him, like, you're my best friend, and Mater's like, I'm the bomb, and you're like, no, you are the bomb. I Some of the worst written dialogue in any... I love Disney. that line. It's so, like... <laughs> it's the... They did it better in Turning Red. Right. It's just some of, it's some of the only, like, despite all the violence and weirdness in this movie, it's the only Pixar movie that feels like it is a, spe- a kid's movie. And it's the only one that feels like it is a movie specifically for just children. Just for kids. Yeah, not for anybody else. Some of the dialogue and some of the jokes, it's just, it's it's almost out of character. And it is just. It is out of character. And it's just So bizarre. Strange. But, like, I can understand why a kid would like this movie and why a kid might even like this the best of the Cars movie because it is the most cartoonish. It never stops. It is just nonstop. There is an action scene around every corner. If there isn't an action scene, there's a racing scene. If there's not a racing scene, Mater is making some kind of funny face or putting on a disguise. And like the first Cars, for as much as it is like considered the weakest of Pixar's first run and... You know, a lot of people think it's just kind of a cynical, like, oh, it's just made to sell toys. Like, the first Cars is kind of a slow movie, despite being about cars. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get to Radiator Springs, it's really about building up an atmosphere and building these characters and, you know, introducing Lightning to the town and, like, him learning his lesson that way. It's 
it's it's like the polar opposite of this movie, despite it being about the same characters. Because this movie, it's just nonstop. Like, it really is. It is a this movie's weird. I mean, it's not it's not terrible, but yeah, Pixar doesn't make terrible. Like the characters are decent. I did like his like girlfriend or whatever, and like you said, what's his name? The spy Finn, car. Finn McMissile. I'd almost preferred if the movie was just about those two and not yeah. about Mater and Lightning at all. Or like a short with those two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would have made more sense. Like, how does Lightning McQueen? So like he gets wrapped up in it, and they're like, "Oh, we need to kill Lightning McQueen because he's the only one that's going to use this oil." And so the whole end plot is about killing Lightning McQueen. <laughs> Which is why, which is a wild thing for me to say, <laughs> but that is an official plot of a movie. How yeah, does Light- just stop him? Kill right. him. Right? How does Lightning McQueen almost die? And then in the third movie, that's never brought up. Not even once. <laughs> Not even once is it brought up that he was part of a murder, like a murder scene. It's man. And then this movie, fucking, uh, so disrespectful to Doc Hudson. This movie, like, is I know the. Paul Newman died between the first one and this one, so he couldn't be in it. But, like, there's just a throwaway line about how Doc died. died. And, like, oh, I can't believe they renamed the Piston Cup, the Doc Hudson Piston Cup. Another thing that was retconned for the third one. <laughs> I'm glad that I, the third one almost feels like an apology for this movie. Like, yeah. The fact that it's more about Doc. It's it's more about lightning. Mater's barely in it. Uh, it 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 almost feels like they were like, we need to make up for the second one. We need to prove that we could make a good sequel cars to movies. Cars. I think it worked because the third one I think is the best one. But if you were to watch all three back to back, you would be like, this doesn't belong. <laughs> this movie, you could remove it and you lose nothing when right. you watch the third one. Brady, are all the cars that compete in the the Grand Prix are they're all voice or are they're all based on like real race car drivers, right? Not really, no. No, I thought that I thought that they were based on like international like race car drivers. I like to. I mean, car they might too. be based yeah, on totally. some of them, but I don't think so. Francesco. Yeah, Francesco's pretty funny. He is funny, but he's basically just Chick Hit Chick Hicks from the first one. Who is funnier? Italian. Yeah, he's Italian Chick Hicks. Hmm. I thought it was. I th- I think he's funny too. I mean, in this movie, you gotta reach for what you can get. I I, I think he's funny. Um, there's a lot of boats in this movie, a lot of planes in this movie, which you know mm-hmm. just begs the qu- preparing for planes. Right, they're just begging the question of like, so like when you're a plane, like cars get inside of you, but also they're your friends. <laughs> so like you just carry your friends inside <laughs> of you. When you're a boat, you let them like right on top of you it's just a very strange when you think about the logic Concept, of car, you, yeah. you think about the logic of cars for more than two seconds i think you have to take logic out of it and then like the all in all the gas that they're making they talk about fossil fuels and like dinosaurs like suggesting that dinosaurs existed were the dinosaurs cars or were they dinosaurs <laughs> car dinosaurs i guess gotta be i guess gotta be car dinosaurs i guess and then Big Ben exists, and the Queen exists, <laughs> the Queen of England, and Mater is knighted at the end of it, which is honestly one of my favorite things about Radiator Springs in Disneyland, is you, when you're entering uh, Cars Land from the 
now it's Avengers Campus, but the Bugs Land side, there is the sign from the end of this movie is there, and it says, Home of Lightning McQueen and Sir Tomater, which I think is so funny, because he is. He's mm-hmm. Sir Tomater. That is an official... It's official title. Yeah, I think that's very funny. Even if, like, for the most part, everyone just exists, or forgets that this movie exists, pretends it doesn't. Although I'm sure they still sell toys. I'm sure I can go buy a Francesco right now. And there's so many scenes that feel so blatantly like they exist just to sell toys. The scene where Mater is trying on the disguises and he goes through like five different skins. skins. You cannot tell me that that scene does not exist just to sell a toy of all those. Brady probably owns all five. No, I own only, I think, three cars from the second movie. And that's Holly, Finn, and maybe Francesco. What? Oh, no, I have... Jeff Gordon and I have a uh, Brent Musburger cars. You don't, but that's you it. don't own Dracula Mater. Nope. That Dracula Mater is used in the Halloween ad for California Adventure every time they. It is. It's that same exact shot. I, I think. think that's what he dresses up as. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But it's from this movie, which is again kind of wild. <laughs> um, one of the bad guys is voiced by uh, Joe Mantang Joe Mantagna, who is Fat Tony on The Simpsons. I don't know if you picked up on that. Mm. He's basically doing the exact same voice, just a little lower pitched. Uh, I knew he sounded familiar. Or a higher pitched, I think. Yeah, it's him. Um, those two cars live for some reason. <laughs> All, so many cars die in this movie, but those two, those two henchmen are throughout the entire movie. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about cars too. It's just. A, I don't have anything else just to just say a, about it either. You know, you're not even paying attention. You're just reading. I am it. paying attention. It's just a movie that was made. It's just weird. I just. I don't. I mean, I've. <laughs> I mean, it was just, yeah, it was exactly like Nikki said. It was just a movie that was made. Like, I don't have, like, a lot of opinions on it or anything. I just didn't love, like, the violence and the guns and all that stuff. I just, I don't know. It was just kind of off-putting. But, I mean, it was funny. It was entertaining. Not if you think about it. I liked it better than those Callaways. Oh, those poor Callaways. Uh, The guns thing is wild because it's like this is obviously made to sell toys but like did they ever make any toys that had the guns attached to them probably not i would hope not <laughs> can i buy a Finn mcmissile with a fucking atomic weapon or automated weapon sorry believe so actually because like the, uh, some of them are cartoony but most of them are not cartoony guns they are just guns like when the guns fly when the like uh the like magnet from like the the big ship comes and like attaches itself to Finn and like all the stuff starts flying off of Finn. There are just regular ass guns that get attached to that thing. <laughs> so funny. Oh, these cars are so expensive. Holy shit. They probably don't sell them anymore it, if they did. I mean. They don't. But yeah, no, I can get a Finn McMissile with a gun on it. Here, I'm going to send you this one. Oh, good. Is it a is it a Finn McMissile with a gun? Is it a Mater with a gun? Because Mater, <laughs> everybody's favorite Mater, also has guns. Mm-hmm. And he even kids to keep his guns. He does. He has them at the end of the movie. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Finn McMissile with a giant missile. And the other car with the fucking uh, the heat ray. <laughs> the ray gun. The ray gun that blows up other cars. Great, 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 great. Glad we saw that. So I told you I can buy them. 
the blue car that gets blown up, the uh, the original American spy, the guy who sticks the thing on, on, Mater. on Mater. He's voiced by Bruce Campbell, which I think is so funny. Who's Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell, he's Ash in the Evil Dead movies. He's oh. uh, He was in all three of the Raimi Spider-Man movies. Um, he's Sam Raimi's friend. He'll probably be in Multiverse Madness, honestly. Um, he's a pretty well-known actor, but he's not in like a lot of like big roles. But it's funny that they got him to play like a car that gets blown up. And like the plot twist that Miles Axelrod is the bad guy is such an obvious plot twist. <laughs> like you could tell that it's him. I know this is a movie for kids, and it makes no sense for me to say like, "Wow, can't believe that happened." Didn't see that coming, but it's very obvious. But yeah, I don't know. I don't buy Holly Shiftwell as Mater's girlfriend. No. Don't buy not it at all. Not even for a second. I like her, but ain't no way she's about to get with that. Because she didn't come back for the third one, so <laughs> they w- this was all a dream in Mater's head. It didn't happen. It's like all those shorts. I mean, almost. It's all those shorts where he's just he, telling a story. Yeah. He fell asleep watching the TV. Yep. Essentially. Krista said she doesn't like Mater. I don't like Mater. He's just, he's super gimmicky. Like, that... He's, he's Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah, that's, that's... but Who is a gimmick? That's yeah. not even his real self. That's his, that's his, it's a shtick. And it's just like, he's just all a shtick. I just, I don't know. I don't find him, like, funny or charming or anything like that. I think he's funny, but like I don't really, you don't, I don't you're really not supposed think, to take. I don't the really comedic... like Lightning either, though. Like none of the cars characters like I, really I like Lightning. Fine. Yeah, I don't have a reaction to any of them. The th- the thing is, is Cruz like, is cool, but you don't take the comic sidekick and make him the main character. That's not that's I, not how you write I movies. Think that the, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but I think if you're gonna do that, don't make him a fucking spy when he's not a spy because he's stupid. <laughs> like. That doesn't make any sense. I felt like that was kind of insulting because they're like, oh, like you're just pretending like and I sell blah, blah, blah. You know, like I, I felt like that was kind of rude. It was rude. Him. That was the point. Like, though. it's so mean. I don't know. <laughs> That's the point. He's supposed to. I don't like me. And then they learned to don't have to insult him. They learned to respect him. Yeah, sure. Even though. Until the third movie. Right. And they're no longer. And until they dropped him. Right. Well, here's the thing. If they were actual international spies, if Finn McMissile and Holly Shiftwell are actual international spies, the second that they find out that Mater is not a spy, and they would have dropped it. Yeah. Exactly. Even yeah. if he saves them at the end, they do not show back up in Radiator Springs like to hang out with him because now their whole cover is blown. Now right. everybody knows who you are. Exactly. Like you're on, you've been on the TV saving the queen. Like you don't like. They literally, like, none of that would have happened. Holly right. Shiftful would not become his girlfriend because now they, they just can't be spies anymore. Yeah. They just can't. They're they're done. Finn McMissile, you better, you better just retire into Radiator Springs and hope that they got some good security because you're about to. Literally. <laughs> there are people who are going to come after you. Oh, the last thing I'll say. That scene with the, like, car that sells, like, the headlights, super creepy. Do you know what I'm talking about? When they go on, like, the back oh, alley? Yeah, when they're in, like, the black yeah. market, which this movie also has a black market in it. But there's, like, a car that's, like, selling headlights, and the joke is that in any other, like, movie where they would make the cars the character, like, their eyes would be their headlights, but here they're the windshields. Yeah. Like, that's where the eyes are. So she's selling headlights that, like, make the eyes the headlights, 
and the windshield is just clear. So it looks really weird compared uh-huh. to like a yeah, yeah. normal cars character because you're used to seeing them with the headlights and or with the eyes and the it's a <laughs> it really works because like it's really like is unsettling. But like if you literally watch any other like cartoon where the characters are cars like. The eyes are just the headlights. Like, the Brave Little Toaster, that whole, like, scene in the junkyard, their eyes are the headlights. And, like, it looks fine in that movie, but when you're used to seeing them a certain way, it's just funny. That scene's funny. And kind of creepy. Otherwise, this movie, like... I mean, it's Pixar, so it feels stupid to say it, but, like, it looks really great, and I wish that it was in a better movie. Like, Tokyo looks amazing. The Italian, like, countryside, when they visit Luigi's family, like, there's, like, a painting of, like... Because, like, the, the town is on, like, the back of, like, the carving in the rock is, like, a car. And, like, the town is, like, on top of the rock. There's a painting of that, like, scenery in one of the, like, Italian-themed resorts at Disney, Walt Disney World. Because that shot is really incredible. But, like, it's in Cars too, So, like, it's just funny. Big Ben looks great. Like, it's a great-looking movie, but, boy... I'm also pretty sure this is the highest grossing of the Cars movies, which is crazy to me. But these movies aren't made to make money in the box office. They're made to make money in toy sales. Yeah, I mean... But that's it. That's all I got. Does anybody else have anything they want to say about Cars 2? No. (laughs) Not even remotely. Sorry. No. There's not much else to say. We covered it all. Yeah, you kind of did a deep dive. Good job. You pulled as much out of it as you could. I just... This movie is just weird. It's just weird. It's a weird blemish on Pixar's (laughs) Pixar's record Uh, anyway uh, Cars 2 plus or bust uh, Brady I'm giving it a plus okay that's fine that's fine I mean it's entertaining I'll give you that it's more entertaining he gives a a movie that you don't think should get a certain thing a a thing and he's that's okay but when I do it I'm the worst because no (laughs) no that's not true when was the last time that you did it and i said something about it i don't know i just feel like i'm never allowed to have a different opinion you are allowed to have a different opinion let's let's see when did he's gonna the only the really the only time was artemis fell oh my god that was 70 movies ago let it 75 movies ago let it i can't go it's called a difference of Opinion. I would rewatch this before I watch it. The last time you guys were different from each other was Old Yeller. Well, and I stand by that a thousand percent. I don't think I argued with you that much. About and then before that, it was strange. Which fuck you, Chris? <laughs> You're dumb for that. It's boring. I mean, it's this boring. It's boring. It's boring. At the very least, I can see somebody wanting to rewatch this movie because there's a lot going on, but. Anyway, Nikki, plus or bust? I'm giving it a bust. Carissa, plus or bust? I'm giving it a bust. I'm also giving it a bust. Um, As I've already said, like, I mean, it's weird. So, like, if you want to watch a really strange movie, you can. But, like, if you like Cars, just skip this one and watch Cars 3. You will lose nothing if you watch Cars 1 and Cars 3 back to back. In fact, you're almost supposed to because they're, like, continuing stories from each other. This one is not. Yes. So, I th- I think other than maybe the good dinosaur, I think this is the worst Pixar movie. Sorry, Cars. But before we go, 
we have to do our best and worst from the last 25 episodes. If you haven't listened to an episode before, which seems unlikely since we're getting like eight downloads an episode now, going real downhill. Um, <laughs> every 25 episodes, I like to... Well, it's because it's those Callaways. Yeah, I know. That's why. Every Nobody tw- wants to hear us talk about those old movies that you want to watch so bad. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Every... Oh, we have, we have to do our random movie too. Anyway, every 25 episodes, I like to have us do recap... Uh, the last 25 episodes that we did by listing the five best movies that we watched and the five worst. And we will each do our list. Um, should we start with best or worst? What do we normally start with? I don't know. I don't remember. Well, let's click on it. We normally start with best. Okay, so we'll do the five best movies that we've watched from the la- from episodes 51 through 75. Uh, Nikki, why don't you go first? We're doing the best, you said? Yes, do the best. Am I just putting my five or? Yeah, just do your five. We're, okay. Do, do your five from the one you like the least to the one you like the most. Yeah, start okay. with number five. So starting with number five, it's Shang-Chi. Okay. Uh, four is Princess and the Frog. Good pick. Good pick. Three is Zootopia. Good pick. Good pick. Two is Turning Red. Good pick. And one is Encanto. Good pick. Okay. Pretty good. <laughs> none of those are on my list. All right. <laughs> well, why don't you go, Brady? Damn, none? Go ahead. Okay. I went... Because he's went, weird, that's why. Uh, no, I went different because, like, this is... You know, some of the shit on here is not shit that I would normally watch. So it, like, came out of nowhere. Uh, I'm going with 4 plus... I have number five is The Jungle Cruise, because I liked that movie a lot more than I should have. Uh, yeah, we know. You watched it like 12 times. <laughs> number four, I did Hidden Figures. Wow. that's Number sharp. three, I did Cool Runnings. Okay. Number two, I did Eternals. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and number one, obviously, again, second favorite movie of all time is Empire Strikes Back. Wow. So You know, I almost put Eternals on this list just to... Cause I thought you were going to. I thought I was too. But... I I don't know what it is, but I've watched Eternals now a few times, and Eternals is like moving up and up and up my Marvel list every I, time I watch it. I want to watch it again because I Shang-Chi feel like better. I I think Shang Chi is better, but I, I need Shang Chi is better too. I want to watch it again because I feel like it needs another it needs another go. But I like. I'll it more probably than end before. up. I'll probably end up watching it again too because Uriel didn't watch it with me. But it's so long, so it he long. hasn't seen it. Crystal, what's yours? Okay. Go ahead. Your 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 plus, not your bus. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue with you. I know. You're gonna laugh though. My number five was dissent. <laughs> Never mind, I am gonna argue with you. I really like What that did movie. she say? Descendants. Oh. Even though two was better, but it's okay. Descendants <laughs> is fun. I gave it a plus. Yeah. And then um number four was Treasure Planet. Okay. So I really like that movie. It was almost specifically nostalgia. Number three was Cool Runnings. Number two was Encanto. And number one was The Princess and the Frog, obviously. Obviously. All right. It, it, it was hard. 
I it was hard. I basically have a top ten because I considered putting Treasure Planet at number five. I considered Muppets Haunted Mansion. I felt like I should have put Muppets Haunted <laughs> yeah, Mansion. I feel like you should have too. But like I would be lying to myself if I did. <gasps> I almost put Eternals. I almost put Princess and the Frog. I almost put Shang Chi. But ultimately, at number five, I decided to put Cool Runnings. <laughs> I knew you were gonna <laughs> put that in your best. I was so surprised by Cool Runnings. I really loved it. Uh, at number four, I put Turning Red. At number three, Encanto. Mm -hmm. Number two, Zootopia. And number one, Star Wars Episode Five: The Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's lame. Zootopia is probably better, technically. I love Empire. I've loved it my whole life, Carissa. You can't take it away from me. You cannot. You cannot. And I know it's on your worst list because you're the worst. (laughs) You cannot take it away from me. I almost put Turning Red above Encanto. But I didn't. I mean, if that's how you feel, I almost did too. But it's I don't the know, songs. I just couldn't. It's the songs. I'm I, gonna tell yeah. you right now. Yeah, that's oh. the only reason. It's the songs. I probably have watched both equally amount of the amount of times equally. So yeah. Um, the sad I part is, one of those has only been out for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I watched both today, actually, from yeah. start to finish. All right, well, let's do our busts, our worst list. Brady, you can do yours. I actually found worst much easier because I feel like we watched mostly good movies the last 25. Not all of them are like top tier movies, but most of them have been, you know, good. Mm -hmm. So, Brady, what's your worst? Yeah, bus bus was definitely way easier because looking back in the last 25 episodes, I only had five that I gave a bus to. Oh, okay. <laughs> that made it easy for you then. Yeah, it made it easy. So, number five, I put Hounded. Uh-huh. Number number four, those Callaways. Number three, Descendants. Number two, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. And number one, the worst fucking movie I think this podcast has ever watched. The Princess and the Frog. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas. God, it's up there. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Nikki. What's yours? It's probably similar. Uh, so my five is the Winnie the Pooh. Okay. It's because Winnie it's the so Pooh. Dis- it's so Winnie dis- the Pooh New Year. Christmas wow, thing. you put that on your worst. It's so disjointed. It doesn't it is, know what it wants to be. That is that is very true. I can agree with that. <laughs> it is, I mean, I, it I is know, two shorts from Winnie ten years ten years apart. Yeah, I can never put away the poo thing in my worst. Um, and then those Callaways, Mister Boogity, Lego Star Wars, and then the Beauty and the Beast and the Enchanted Christmas or whatever it's called. Go ahead, Curse, so we can fight about Empire Strikes Back being on your list. <laughs> That's fucked up. So my number, my, my number five was Cars 2. Um, my number four was Mr. Boogity. My, oh, I accidentally put an extra one in here. Oh. Um, number three was Belle's Shitty Christmas. Um, <clears throat> number two was Those Calloways. And number five was The Star War. You gave that one a plus, just so you know. The Star Wars? You did. You gave it a plus. I did? Yeah. Well, it's one of the uh, worst movies we watched. Yeah, you gave Empire a plus. <laughs> well, I would watch almost most of the other ones again. I would not watch those Calloways again. 
All right, my five is pretty similar to everybody else's. Uh, Cars 2, barely sneaking in there at number five. Uh, I, pit, I put Mr. Boogity at number four. I only put it at number four, I think. So no, my number three is Those Calloways. I think Those Calloways is a better movie, but I had more fun watching Mr. Boogity. Booty. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but I think Those Calloways is like a more competent movie. Film? <laughs> yeah. Uh, at number two, I put Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Sucks. Uh, and then, of course, number one is Beauty and the Beast, The Enchanted Christmas, because uh, every Beauty and the Beast thing has to be number one on one of my lists, because that's just how it is. It, if it isn't the worst movie we watched, it's in the top three. I don't think... No, don't, it's it's definitely the worst. You think it's worse than Peter Pan, Return to Neverland? I don't think... Nana 2! I don't think it's worse than Return to Neverland. I don't even know if I have... Do I have? I think Return to Neverland has yet I to be I don't have Return to Neverland on any of my worst lists. I I don't think it's yet to be topped. I think it's Return to Neverland, Enchanted Christmas, Artemis Fowl. I think those are the three <laughs> I think those are the three worst we've watched. Yeah. I do and think you're right. Artemis Fowl's not on my list either. Uh, see, I think those are the three worst we watched. And then probably the stupid Lego Star Wars. All right, what are we watching? Next week. Oh yeah, let's find out what we're watching. You're right. Ah uh, shit. We need to do that. Because Hopefully uh, something that's going to give us more than eight V listens. <laughs> Cars too, probably will. Um, yeah, because once we get into May, we're going to start talking oh, about. No. no, because we're going to start doing movies that we picked again, because Moon Knight will have ended. Oh. So we'll talk about Moon Knight. Sneakerella comes out in May and you oh. wanted to do that. And then the Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie comes out in May oh. and I want to do that. Oh, no. So, there's like oh, no. there's like four week or three weeks already allocated in May, so we gotta get these random movies in while we can. Isn't something else oh, coming out soon? Oh no no no! This is good. This is good. I'm happy oh, with this one. I'm happy with this yeah. one. We're starting the next one off right. Uh, we got Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, that's a good I one. Just watch that. Oh. Okay, it was. I didn't just watch that. Actually, I watched that <laughs> at like December of or January of 2021. I don't know why I said that. So you watched it, you just watched it a year and a half ago. Well, you watched well, it more watched recently than... More recently than you guys, yes. I don't know if I've ever watched it. It's... You wouldn't know it's, it. You wouldn't know it now. It's cheesy. But it was a huge hit for them at the time. They were really pushing that movie. That's why it got two sequels. Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. Yes, it got a theme park attraction that was there for way longer than it should have been. Um, it had the I'm playground. sure you've seen the picture of us there at the playground. Yeah, it's it was a big deal for Disney. That was one of their biggest hits in a while. It came out the same year as uh, Little Mermaid, so good year for Disney. They were picking up steam. So yeah, that's exciting. I'm looking forward to watching that one. I, it's a childhood movie. Um, so yeah, anyway, thanks for listening to this week's episode of Plus or Bust, a Disney podcast. If you liked it, be sure to like, review, subscribe, follow, whatever it is you do on your various podcast apps. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Plus or Bust. Join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Disney Plus or Bust. Send us an email, any questions, comments, concerns, inquiries, Disney Plus or Bust at gmail.com. You can find all of those in the show notes below. Until next week with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Ka-chow. Bye. Ka-chow. It's not even about him. Dad gum.